0: All right, Uh, rumor has it I'm live, I hope I'm live, let's uh, verify that here, let's see, am I live, yeah I think so, yo yo, (laughs) what's up, what's up, what's up, hey, Alright, can you guys like, hear me at all? I'm trying to like, be heard properly. I don't know if you guys can hear me or not. So, yeah, I know, I'm back. I, I've i been gone for like the longest time. So, I mean, sue me, right? So, let's see here. Okay. Yeah. So, where has CSJ been? Well honestly i've been uh green screen ing green screen so done that and uh can't hear you sounds good okay yeah i have like the volume still or nothing so like guys like this is kind of like the first time i've really done it by myself because the people that would typically help me set up these streams uh they're not helping me set up the streams at this point so i'm kind of like going solo here and like learning as i go uh which is kind of cool um i think i got like most of the system down and uh with that being said like i think uh that means i could like have everything on time because like i posted all the uh the streaming stuff to the socials and at everyone on the discord server and like a whole bunch of stuff so it's been like yeah wow but yeah, so like, yeah, I've been working on a green screen. Uh, I just did uh, season 19, episode 3, which is like how to mature or reach integration or enlightenment for ESTPs. And that's like on Patreon. I did that. Um, and then, like, um, yeah, and we've been building the studio, you know. Uh, I, Built the studio. This is where CSJ has been. Built the studio. Got that. I uh, got that figured out. Um, and uh, yeah, built the studio. Uh, green screen. Um, and uh, been doing that. Why is the ESFP the duelist? Well, it's because they're constantly asking people to cite their sources. Plus, they're tactical in the moment, so they're kind of like dueling with different ideas. And that's kind of how they get real strategic with their INTJ subconscious as her, Mr. Uh, Joel Richardson's. So yeah, um, I've been busy. And uh, guys, the next lecture to come out is this. Uh, Oof, that's not fun. Why is it doing that? How to social, stop doing that, please. How to social engineer. And uh, you guessed it folks, uh, INTPs. That's the next lecture. I expect it to be on Patreon early access tomorrow and probably coming out the following day. How to social engineer INTPs. So this new setup, which is cool uh, right now, um, it's uh, it's basically going to give me the ability to like rapidly print electronic whiteboards. So like the old whiteboard is like completely gone at this point, it's like, it's gone. We're not using it anymore even though it's like over there on the floor. Uh, and then we're just gonna be doing electronic whiteboard from now on uh, and like the green screen and everything. So we're, we're gonna be doing that. Um, but yeah, this is where I've been. So I haven't been around uh, guys, but I am back and I'm hoping to see you guys multiple times a week now with a schedule. Even though I was supposed to be like streaming this at five uh, Pacific today, that didn't happen. And it's because me, myself and Raka have been trying real hard to get the stream set up. So. It's uh, it's going to be what it is. So yes, uh, give you a nice little preview for how to social engineer INTPs. Um, we're going to be analyzing uh, an INTP, uh, basically um, getting scammed. Uh, yeah, scammed out of money. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be really interesting. Um, getting scammed out of money, but it's not just all about money. It's also going to be about uh, romance and seduction. So it's gonna be a pretty, uh, it's gonna be a pretty fun uh, lecture if I do say so myself. So let's see if I can just clear the canvas here. There we go. Awesome. So folks, let's just get down to it. Um, We go this over here, oops. And let's see if I can actually get the get it all properly where it's supposed to be now. Right here. And zoom out one and here. And then uh let's get let's see here. I'm just combobulated trying to like make sure I'm not being terrible. There we go, and then, let's see here, super chats are open. Yeah, so if you guys want a super chat, go for it. I really hope that the uh, YouTube channel uh, figures out uh, how to do that properly. So, but yeah, let's go down here. All right, no super chats or members yet, all good. So if you guys, Guys, want a super chat? Great. Uh, The format is uh, highest. uh, The highest super chat is the one that I'm currently typing. Doesn't mean I'll always get to it. Um, I think there was one that I'm supposed to get to, so let me actually pull up Discord and I'll start with that one. Uh, So we'll do that uh, straight away. So let's see here. Let's do that. The super chat channel, which I believe is right here. And okay, let's go entp. Okay, XXX Tenta Scion on the next stream. Okay, let's do that and we're going to do that one right now. XXx tenta Scion, Scion uh, interview. And guys, help me out if like the sound is like not appropriate because I'm trying to like figure that out uh, properly. So there's a lot of people. This first interview after jail. Extentacion? I don't know. Is that extension? No, it's not. Uh, and ski mask. The slump god interview. Interview with wanting to die. Okay, we'll get that figured out. We'll get to, uh, coolest podcast in the world. so if you guys can't hear it, just let me know. We'll get through there real quick, so, but I promised I'd actually start with this one, so we're going to start with this one, so, yes, I'm finally doing X, thank you, Dare Dog, thank you for pointing that that out, so let's see if you guys can actually hear this, so.
1: Today we're here with, XXX Tentacion, see, I'm making you say your own name, because it's, I've been looking at it online for the tentacion. few and I didn't really know how to say it but uh, hey man, it's nice to have you in the studio.
0: Hey, because you folks in the audience do if you can hear this uh, well enough, I hope so. A filter, uh, Dwayne audio and your mic. I actually do have a filter like right here, so. But sure, uh, anything that you guys uh, can do, that'd be great. It's a little quiet, sounds good, okay. I might be a little quiet in comparison, so but anyway, we'll get through this.
1: I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. And I guess you should uh well we got No Jumper alumni Craig Zen over here on the left. Uh maybe you should introduce your homie. Alright, we got Craig Zen, we got little Weefy, little
2: Buddha fi you feel me? We got Lil Budo. Gabe, young dirty dick on the beat, you feel me? You got yeah. Skeet Master Slunk guy, We got Skeet Bruno Bass, Dick on the Bruno Dicker down in the corner, you feel me? And then we
1: got Adam from No Jumper. Adam I'm from close. No Jumper. What's poppin'? <laughs> yeah. Jewel. yeah, we out here. Um yeah, so I guess we should start with uh, the basic information. Uh, where are you from? I am from. All right, so I gotta get in depth. So,
2: all right, how I put it. I was raised borderline like Pompano, but I was born in Plantation. Um, Plantation Hospital. Raised around Pompano area. Raised around North Lauderdale and Broward. Like, so Broward County was like where I grew up. So then after a while, like, I got kicked out of like a lot of schools. So I ended up going to like Deep Side or or Lauderdale. Okay. And then I lived throughout, like, Lauderhill for, the, like, a lot of my life.
1: Okay. I so what kind of environment is he's in? And for people who don't know, he's talking about Florida.
2: Lauderhill is, like, the hood. Lauderhill is, like, like, niggas call it four-way. Like, throw it forward like this. Like,
1: well, what's this mean?
2: It's the four-way,
1: like, it's, like, four-way. Four-way,
2: yeah. four-way the block. side. Yeah, deep yeah. side. Okay. Like, yeah, type shit, like.
1: Clearly, I'm out of a loop yeah, on this. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just
2: brow <laughs> shit, like, like bro. Dude. How old are you? I'm... I don't say my age. You know what i I don't say much about myself because like, I feel like everybody tries to judge me as far as knowledge-wise. I feel like the younger you are or however you say you are, like niggas feel like they have something over you. Feel me? Like, I don't let anybody little bro me at that, okay. so I just don't like to speak about my age because people trying to...
0: He's like, I don't allow anyone a little bro me like that. It's kind of an FITE approach uh, when he makes a statement like that, so I'm going to put down a mark for that uh, here. And then xxx uh, tentacion tentacion um, let's see that so I don't know how to turn it up left that's my issue here so as much as I can uh, within this is it is the sound me or is the sound the actual YouTube uh, that I'm playing for this interview what's the what's the lower part so. Yeah, he does kind of seem a bit informative as well, so I'm going to put that there. I'm really thinking informative responding movement, but uh, we'll go in that direction. So thank you, for Carl Karch, for pointing that out. He seems like a background type, but remember, starter types have background subconscious, so they can also switch between the two of them. So, So, yeah. All right, cool. Let's uh, keep
2: going. Use my age to determine my knowledge.
1: Okay, lil bro, you. I hear a lot of people say that that terminology these days. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's trying to lil bro me. Yeah. You, you ever had this happen to you? Um, not cause like, I just fade
3: niggas.
1: <laughs> 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 Shit. What the fuck was wrong? Was it when uh, Paul? ...tube
0: sound itself, like, uh, depending on the videos that have been uploaded, it kind of gets like a little changed differently and whatnot. So. Minor fan noise overlapping with your voice. Ah, oh, fair enough.
4: No doubt is worthy the to beat. I'm K Fox, and you know what? I'm not even gonna lie. I need you to pronounce, pronounce your name, name. please.
2: Yo, R, X, 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 Tentacion.
4: Okay. So, what do what do you want me to call you?
2: Just call me X. X or Young Dagger did.
4: Young, you want me to call you Young Dagger Young Dick? Young Dagger Dick. You what? You want me to say and call you Young Dagger Dick? Young Dagger Dick. I, I don't think I'm gonna do that. I will call you X. Um, what does that mean?
2: Well, actually, I'm on some because I feel like that's, just, that's what my life revolves around.
4: But why three X's?
2: Um, I don't really know. To be honest, it's just enemy I guess.
4: Okay, and you, where did you think of this name? Like you just said. I was in boot camp.
2: And I used to jack off a lot. Bro, I'm talking about. I was watching blue movie after blue movie. And, like, nigga, my grandma wouldn't let me use
4: the bathroom no more. (laughs) Wow. So, you were getting off in your grandma's house?
2: And my grandma's bathroom.
0: Just a little background. The reason we're typing this guy is because someone super chatted uh, last last time. And, like, I promised I'd do it. That's why we're going to get through him real quick before we move on to the next one for those that have been asking.
4: (laughs) Oh, my God. And that's That's not a grandma. Grandma, do you know this? <laughs> my <laughs> goodness. My lord. So you come up with this name. I'm gonna call you X, but it's XXX. Yeah, I'll
0: stop talking about the name.
4: Okay. But why the casket? That seems so morbid.
2: Because I got dead tattoos on my hand. I feel like I'm dead. <laughs>
4: but you're dead but you're not. You're
2: I am alive, but I'm
4: dead. <laughs> why do you say that? You feel like there's a part of you that died or? Yeah. yeah. Like which part would that be?
2: I mean, as far as, I, I mean, I have a lot of compassion for the things that I do in my life, but as far as, uh, like, everything that goes on around me, I feel like I've been very pessimistic.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, very, um, kind of seemed like a foreign shame movement, but he's very responding in this particular interview, so can we go in that direction, for sure.
4: Like what? Like what have you seen? Like take us into your, your yeah, life, your journey. My,
2: my current situation was I spent nine months in, in jail by myself, and time kind of away from my people I loved. So like, I was just, I was stuck because I fell in love with the wrong person. And, uh, like, even like, yeah, yeah, um, it was just, it was the I fell in love with the wrong person. I, I mean, I, I tried to get in the world. The, the, I don't want to blame it on the career. It may just be that uh, I'm stupid. It just be uh, my negligence. That's uh, why you got locked Initially up or do you.
0: Really quiet? Okay. We have dropped frames. and Check. Yeah, we didn't. Looks like it's back up.
2: Initially, uh, the charges that were pending against me, uh, then I mean they're not true. The fuck up part is not true. Um, I'm on probation for so I can't say too much because they violate me whenever they want. And I don't want to get free. Um But I mean the the, the to, to be very descriptive as to the, the, the situation that the case, the, at the situation of the case. I mean they had no evidence from the very beginning, so I was sitting on no evidence. Just due to the fact that I violated pretrial, which is income monitor pretrial release,
0: um, it made everything tense. Temp- Violated pretrial, definitely pragmatic, very pragmatic on that. Hasn't really said anything uh, abstract at all, very con- concrete, and he's talking about what people are getting out of it. So this guy is definitely an SP, uh, for sure. Definitely informative in ESP uh, as an SFP. So we're looking at, uh, because he's informative, um, that would mean he is SFP NTJ Quadra, and this is basically between ESFP and ISFP basically uh, between those two types. Uh, definitely got the TEFI thing going on as we've seen so far, and definitely SE plus NI. Uh, so just to uh, give you like a kind of a background on that. So kind of seems a little responding, uh, but then he keeps initiating initial points. So basically we just need to identify interaction style and then we can move on to the next one. So he does look a little ISFP. I'm kind of leaning more towards that direction, but I want to verify some more.
2: that and she fucked me over on purpose like i always told her like yo i I can't get into no shit you know what i'm saying or else i I might be going back for life without pbo charges pbo pbo means punishable by life okay therefore like if you violate on a a, on a pbo probation they can give you whatever if you're found guilty on that violation so if i if i so so much as simply drive down the street with a suspended license or if they really want to fuck me over like get a speeding ticket you know what i'm saying like 18 with a baby and I mean, her her, her nigga not paying her no mind, she ain't have nobody around, you feel me? So she was just hustling, and trying to get out of mother. She was passing me hand-to-hand uh, hand hand and shit. So it was like- So
4: you at grandma house, grandma, you were, yeah. I,
2: initially it wasn't even just that, like mm-hmm. she, like to friends and shit, you know what I'm saying? Our babysitters and-
0: Super outcome focused. He keeps talking about like the result of uh, like, hey, if I do this, then this is gonna happen. If this, if I do this, then that's gonna happen. If I do this, then that's gonna happen. Uh, and it's very controlled, it's very, um, it's very uh, outcome focused. He's not really so much movement because he would talk about process more, but it's more like, hey, you know, this is the outcome, this is the outcome, this is the outcome. So it's informative, responding control, ergo. Uh, XXX Tentacion is an ISFP, and we can move on from this uh, one. So thank you all for your patience. Uh, keep me informed with the sound. I'll try to turn it up a little bit, uh, given that some of these videos, their, their volume's a little bit different. So we're going to move on to. The highest super chat right now. Just want to get that out of the way uh, because we had someone that was unhappy from the last time. So trying to uh, make sure that I accommodated them. So awesome. And moving down here. Okay, cool. So Adam Neely it is. Okay, so we have uh, Mr. Rogers, uh, Adam Neely, and Graham Steven. So top one right now is Adam Neely, so we're gonna do Adam Neely now. And apparently people are like, having a hard time between ENTP or INTP, so that sounds good to me. I'm down for an NT, uh, an NT, so let's do some, let's do us some Adam Neely for sure. Uh, okay, so, all right. Adam Neely uh, interview. Cool. Adam Neely, uh, smartest Adam Neely. Adam Neely. If you guys got a specific link, by all means, put me in that direction. So, but I'm gonna use this interview here.
5: So I'm talking today with Adam Neely, who is certainly one of the most well-known music YouTubers on the planet. And music YouTuber. Last, uh, awesome. An extremely impressive following. On YouTube and on social media in general, and what I really like about what you're doing, Adam, is that you're you're reaching a very large audience, and without pandering, without dumbing down, but presenting things that can often often be quite okay. Complex ideas in a way that's both entertaining and accessible and uh, and very communicative. So. Uh, first, I'd like to just congratulate you on the phenomenal success of your channel, which is just amazing by any standard. And uh, maybe okay, ahead. just-
6: full time. Um, I had never really thought of that. This is something that like is an actual job. It's a career. It's a way of actually, um, it's a way of teaching now. And I thought that's really cool. Maybe, maybe there's, a, there's something in this. And I was watching at the time a lot of this channel called PBS Idea Channel. Which is this media literacy and popular culture and philosophy channel? It, it doesn't exist anymore. I mean, all the videos still exist, but I was watching a lot of that, and I was like, "Man, this is so cool! We're dealing with uh, Descartes. We're dealing with like uh, Sartre. We're doing, dealing with all these like philosophers, but like applying it for you know popular culture." And I thought that was really okay.
0: He's being really systematic right now. Uh, that was very systematic. Basically, talking about how to take all these different sources like Sartre, et cetera, and then applying them directly to music. He's actually speaking about that in a systematic way. He's taking, because remember folks, how you tell the difference between systematic versus interest. Systematic is uh, how people who are trying to do the best, the find the best way to do something. That's a systematic person, right? Whereas an interest-based cert person is more like, they don't care about the best way of doing something, they care about getting theirs, or that person getting theirs, and trying to create a win-win situation, right? So he's being very systematic with this approach uh, so far. I'm also gonna put down uh, abstract uh, as well, uh, so far that we can see. Um, So yeah, uh, let's get back to it.
6: Really cool, and it was a very, very popular channel. I was like, well, why don't, why isn't there anything like that for music? Um, there really wasn't anything like that for music at the time. There wasn't like a sort of, you know, science or media literacy equivalent, you know, all these like channels like Vsauce, you know, and if we're talking about like um, science popularizers, like uh, Bill Nye, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Michio Kaku, deal with very um, advanced subjects in science. And I thought it would be cool to like, try my hand at doing that for music. I, of course, have no credentials besides the fact that I'm a musician um, and I have a camera. Uh, so there was that like sort of barrier to actually learn how to do that. Um,
0: Talking about learning how to do something, he's not really valuing credentials at all. Um, he's very being very factual, so I'm going to put him down as a TIFE user uh, for sure. And he's being very informative. Uh, I also think he's initiating in movement, so far, a starter type, as near as I can tell but we're gonna verify that uh, probably with another video to see if he's actually more control. But he keeps talking about process. He's not really talking about outcomes. He's just like, here's how I arrived to where I am and here's the process that I was developing to get to this point. He wasn't talking about, I had this specific outcome and this is what I did to get there. It's more of, this is just the outcome that I happened to arrive at, right? Which is a more movement approach, right? Uh, so which is why he's down for movement right now. And I haven't really seen anything outcome focused, which is what would be a more control point of view.
6: Um, but for the past couple of years, I've been like steadily getting better at it. I don't think I'm there yet. I think, you know, I, um, I, think I I think stumbled upon something pretty popular, but at the same time.
0: Stumbled upon something that's pretty popular, stumbling upon things, that's how movement types work. So that's another point for movement for sure. And he keeps initiating additional points uh, and informing. So he's definitely a starter type. Informative initiating movement, abstract, systematic. When you're informative initiating movement, just that alone would qualify him as ENTP. Just what we
6: have on the board so far automatically qualifies him as ENTP, but let's let's verify a little bit more. At the same time I still want to keep like honing my craft at you know, delivering these ideas. So that's kind of my journey. Like started with YouTube channel back in two thousand six and eventually thought I would want to become
0: Okay, that's S-I-N-E statement. He's also dressed like an S-I user. You can usually tell uh, an S-I user with their dress based like if they're using monochromatic colors, blacks, grays, navy blues, but it's all very similar. I mean, look at how I dress and I'm an ENTP, right? He's more of a, he's kind of got the same vibe going on. He's dressing similarly to an ENTP, really focusing on a monochromatic look, which is typical of an introverted sensor because they do it with, um, you know, what, what makes them comfortable,
6: etc. So it's just something to be aware of on that side. Um, like the Neil deGrasse Tyson of music at some point. That's kind of like my end goal, you know?
4: <laughs> so
0: my end goal is to be the Neil deGrasse Tyson of music at some point. It's not like he has a specific date in mind and whatnot. That's another movement statement. While he is speaking of an outcome or a goal, goal does not necessarily mean outcome focused. He's just like, I'll arrive there eventually, right? Which is very movement approach instead of like control, which is like, it's more controlled approach. I'm gonna arrive there at this time, at this day, and this is my plan to do it basically. That's more outcome focused. So again, movement, uh, still abstract. Uh, And because he seems like he's breaking the rules or breaking the mold uh, with how he's approaching music, definitely gonna be pragmatic uh, as a result of that. So we automatically know that he's an NT. We know he's the starter NT. So just off of uh, interaction styles and temperaments alone, we know he's a TIFE user because he's not talking about his self-importance whatsoever. We know he's an SI user, ergo, Adam Neely is an ENTP. So there you have it folks, Adam Neely is an ENTP and we can move on to the next one. Uh, So very good Uh, for all those of you in the audience that were like, ah, this guy is obviously an INTP, nope. No, he is not. Remember folks, uh, with the super chats, the highest super chat is the one that we type next. And if the stream ends before then, well, then you're SOL. So keep that in mind. I'm gonna be trying to going for around about an hour and 15 minutes to an hour, uh, hour and 20 minutes or something like that. Lapse time is 26 minutes. So as your super chats come in, the higher they are, the more likely they will be chosen to be typed. Just keep that in mind folks, keep that in mind. All right, cool. Uh, so we did Adam Neely. So next we have is uh, Mr. Rogers with Charlie Rose. We're gonna be doing that next. Um, so, yeah. We did XXX Tentacion X-ray. It was the first person we typed and we typed them as an ISFP. Then we just finished doing Adam Neely. So now we're gonna do Mr. Rogers and Mr. Rogers will be in green because he sure likes those uh, green uh, sweaters why do I think he's an INFP? I mean, there's a good chance of that, so we'll see how that goes. So, INFP, let's see, Mr. Rogers, Charlie Rose. Thank you for giving me the specific interview. Remembering Mr. Rogers on Charlie Rose.
7: Continuing our visit with some of the most interesting people in Pittsburgh, I take note of something of value that resides within them. Now I have a little plaque beside my chair upstairs in the office that says, what is essential is invisible to the eye.
0: Oh my gosh. Did I just get like INFP triggered right there? I mean, like this guy is such an obvious INFP. Should I just like write INFP and just be like done with it? You know what I'm saying? Like, like let's verify, but my, my initial inclination is definitely INFP. So control oriented, very control. Seems responding for sure and informative. So I'm to responding controls this guy's interaction style, heads, hands down. Uh, but uh, let's let's keep going. That may sound like something strange for somebody who
7: works in television. But the older I get, the more important I know that
6: is. Why is it important?
7: Because what we see is
0: rarely what...
6: Wow, is this guy like literally
0: a clone of Alan Watts? You know, I I, I, I mean, I, I am like getting Alan... This is the second coming of Alan Watts, right, is Mr. Rogers, right? So uh, definitely definitely abstract holy smokes uh and uh definitely t-e-f-i uh he's talking about how this thing is so important and definitely i'm going to say s-i-n-e because he's about to talk about his duty why it's his duty to do this so let's 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 listen a little bit more is essential
7: what's behind your face is what's essential We've had a friend who uh, was one of the uh, highest
0: ranking African-American women. Highest ranking African-American women. If I didn't hear a TEFI statement there talking about somebody's rank and how high they ranked, I don't know what is. That's an FITE statement. There you go. As FITE as you can get uh, for sure. So let's keep going. Executives in Pittsburgh
7: who had supposedly everything, and she committed suicide a week or so ago. And people have been thinking, what was it?
0: And People have been thinking, what was it? Yet another TE statement. Thank you for all the TE, good sir.
7: What was it
0: that we didn't know about
7: our friend? That we didn't know about our friend and, TE? Uh, and there
0: are times that people
6: just he is a control share. type.
7: What is essential within them?
0: What do you because think there are to- because there are times that people can't share what it- the essential thing that is within them. He's talking about people not having an opinion or a voice to speak, which is basically every INFP's nightmare that they're valuable opinion is so squelched by everybody else, right? This is literally how INFPs feel, TE inferior, that their opinion is not valuable. If you're an INFP and you're watching this, you wanna make sure your opinion is actually valuable, then spend some time reading. Read, and read nonfiction. Because the more you read, the more valuable your opinion is, the more people will listen to it, the more valuable your voice is. And then you can actually help other people who don't have a voice and become their voice, right? That's basically what INFPs do. That's what you should be doing. That is your duty to do. And that's what Mr. Rogers is doing right now. Giving this woman who committed suicide a voice. That's very powerful. And he's very affiliative while doing it, right? So we're gonna mark him down for affiliative. He's affiliative. He's abstract, informed, responding, control. So that's automatically INFP, he's uh, TEFI for sure. Uh, and based on what we have, he is an INFP. So yeah, Mr. L Rogers is an INFP folks, that's fantastic. We're gonna be moving on to the next highest super chat in the list, awesome. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. So, let's go. Okay. Um, uh, make sure you send it to my Frankie Overwood account, uh, Aiden, please. Okay, so we got uh, Adam Neely's done, Mr. Rogers is done. Next one is Aiden Washness, which is Ren. So let's get Mr. Aiden up here, let's take a look. Uh, and Aiden sent it to the right account, thank you, sir. And uh, Ren at Corridor Digital, got it. I got it, Mr. Aiden. thank you for being so helpful. And uh, we're gonna do this here, we're gonna do Ren, and I'm gonna use my fluffy unicorn, uh, my fluffy uh, unicorn way of doing it here, I guess, because that's what we do. And Control V and
8: Enter. Visual effects look so much more real when you are able to combine it with real-life elements, you know, like being able to do a real explosion and then comp in fake explosions around it they suddenly look way more real because the real explosion is carrying so much weight
6: if you spend any amount of time online then you more than likely have already seen a video by Corridor Digital because their videos tend to get shared like crazy on social media, Uh, but basically they're a YouTube channel uh, nice we recently had
8: a card throwing expert come by and teach us how to throw cards, and he left us with these foam boards to continue practicing. But this one we're just keeping as a trophy because all of these that he did, he was throwing them from up there on the banister across the room.
0: Okay, that guy is super initiating. Like, holy smokes! It's like, hey, look at this board. And okay, hey, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. You know what I'm saying? Super initiating, super movement for sure. Informative initiating movement. The guy's a freaking starter type. Like hands down straight up so let's see how that goes um and uh yeah yeah what an extrovert apparently like someone's uh, car alarm just went off outside and i wonder if you folks can hear that so let's keep going
8: room to the wall right here it's like no which, which. we have a vlog channel we put on a new video every other day on the sam and nico channel and the guys who work on that work right here so they do all the shooting and all the editing while everyone
0: so the guys that do that work right here, and so they do all the video. They all do all the editing. They do all the shooting. That's what they do. 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 do. S E N I. Oh my gosh, they are doing something. S E N I. This guy's an S E N I user. Does this mean he's an E S F P? There's a good chance of that. Let's find out.
8: Everyone else kind of just you know is on camera, whether we're doing something with work related to the corridor channel or you know just. Antics, like throwing cards at a wall, Yeah, you know, yeah. and so they'll shoot it all, they'll edit it all, they, they like to uh, have their corner here. Right. <laughs> and of course there's uh, nerf guns for any time someone comes by wanting to battle, you got to be prepared. This is Nico's desk, he doesn't really use it that much, he kind of mostly works in the back room on a, a laptop. Mm-hmm. This is my workstation. Uh-huh. So the-
0: Alright, so it's just so much SE, like I can't, like the SE is like, he's just super hyped, super pumped, SE, 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 uh, mm-hmm. for sure. So uh, very concrete. He's only talking about what's real. He hasn't made any what-if statements that we can see uh, as near as I can tell. And I'm going to say, um, not sure between systematic or interest so far. Let's keep going for sure.
8: So this is where I do all like the rendering and stuff. I've got a computer here with four GTX 1080 cards in it. What? Because I use, I use Octane Render. I, I'm sorry, I do, I do not use Blender.
0: Oh my gosh, so initiating. Oh my gosh, I don't use Blender, you know, and I'm just gonna keep informing you until your face melts, you know, because I'm informed initiating movement. And I'm like, S-E-S-E-S-E-S-E-S-E-S-E, like 50 seconds in, like. Is there
8: many late nights spent at these desks sometimes not as much anymore we've gotten a lot better at being able to manage our our time effectively so yeah. we're not having to do all-nighters wow. one time so i was doing a video called mario skate mm-hmm. and we were leading up to the release of it and i was going to be gone for an entire week so i had to get this thing done before i left and so i finished that video with four all-nighters in a row i think i got maybe about five or six hours of sleep over the course of five days. Whoa. It was brutal. I pretty much spent the entire next week sleeping. <laughs> it's, it's so we've just kind of accumulated them over the years. So we did a, a thing with EA called The Division. It was a big video game that was released and we did like a full on 40 minute film for it. That you can fill them with the gas that fires the BB. <laughs> but yeah, so like the magazine here, you can fill it with this gas, which will fire the BBs, but it'll also make this chamber here like blow back like this. Which is great when you're doing a short film using fake guns, because you're going to put a fake muzzle flash over it anyway.
0: Okay, that was an FITE statement saying, you know, like, he made a value judgment in terms of, like, you know, how it's better for, like, the video, etc. But there's really no point in stating any further, because... It's also very pragmatic, uh, just kind of independently going about doing it. I mean, if you're running around with a skateboard with digitizing and giant, you know, turtle shells falling around, it's very creative, very SP. This guy's an artisan, so, and uh, we know it's informative initiating movement. So, as a result, Mr. Wren is an ESFP for you, uh, Mr. Aiden. So, so yeah, we're going to move on to the next one. Oops, let's uh, not do that. Let's not do that at all. I uh, can use my eraser appropriately this time, so cool Is the sound doing a little bit better? I'm having to adjust the sound up and down on the YouTube video, so The sound on the YouTube video may not be coming through if you guys need me to make it a little bit louder I'll try without blasting my ears just give me a heads up and we'll take a look on that Okay, so Aiden Washington uh, did that so we have a tie between Graham uh, Stephen and Jacob Collier, between Doomsicle and Daniel Benny, but because Doomsicle got it in first, I guess we're going to do Graham Steven next, unless anyone wants to update uh, their, uh, their Super Chat. But we got Graham Steven next, so let's uh, check that out. Thank you uh, for saying the sound is good. I really appreciate it guys. Again, I'm do- this is like the first time I'm doing this by myself for real, like managing everything from the lighting to like literally everything, first time doing it by myself. So I'm kind of like, you know, being an ENTP like with SI inferior and I'm doing it solo and it's my first time. So SI inferior is like really freaked out right now. So I appreciate the positive feedback very much. So, okay, and uh, let's go in here get Mr. Graham. uh, I hope this is the correct uh, Graham Steven um, because I have no idea. Interview. Okay, so becoming a millionaire at 26, Graham Steven. Okay, I think that's gotta be the guy. So let's check it out.
9: We are recording live. Recording live. Ben, Graham is a big-time YouTube real estate motivational guy, right? Thank you. you uh, he knows a lot about money. He knows a lot about investing. He knows a lot about real estate, just like you, except he's about less than half your age. And, and he weighs about one-tenth of what you weigh. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for coming on today, Graham.
10: Thank you. That was the best introduction <laughs> I think I've ever received.
9: So I watched a ton of your videos last night. You're super inspirational. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about... Uh, um, what I picked up the most was the IRA, the Vanguard IRA that stuff that you're doing. Videos. Was it really? Yeah, really. Super interesting. I, I read a little you're bit of that in a, a Tony Robbins book. Really. Uh, that's how I originally yeah, learned Tony about Robbins it. Tony Robbins has been getting bigger into finance
10: lately. Yeah. I think it's cool. I yeah. think a Roth IRA is something that most people should really do. That they just don't know anything about it.
9: A Roth, IRA. a Roth IRA. And that means you pay tax at the end or the beginning. Beginning. Okay. Ben, do you have a Roth IRA? No? Why not? You know, all of those types of vehicles are. A little bit closer. 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 <laughs> I mean, when you started?
10: 18. 18. Just when I turned 18. Wow. And that was uh, April in 2008.
0: Like, if I was going to like be like a visual typing guy, the guy looks like. He looks like an ENTJ to me. He just seems like an ENTJ. It reminds me of my uh, former ENTJ boss who. Like flying around the world, uh, you know, shooting movies and very artistic, ISFP focused ENTJ. Kind of seems what this guy might be. Seems a little ISFP focused if he is an ENTJ. So let's find out.
10: So I started right as the market had peaked and was starting to go down. And that's when I jumped in.
9: Wow. And how did you start? Or how did you transition into making YouTube videos and, like, sharing your what, knowledge of money and finance? Uh,
10: you know, honestly, that was something I've wanted to do for quite some time. I just never had the courage to do it. I really believe, like, who is going to watch me? Who would care what I had to
0: Who's going to watch me? Who's going to care? Oh, my gosh. I'm an extroverted censor. i got to give people a good experience when I'm experimenting with financial things. Who says that? Oh, wait. Ian T.J. say that. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, he's an S.I. Uh, S-E-N-I I user for sure, uh, and I put Mark down there, uh, and uh, let's see if girls talk a little bit more mm-hmm. to say, um, and I said that for
10: years. Like I wanted to make YouTube videos back in two thousand eleven because I had watched YouTube as my mm-hmm. TV since like two thousand ten, mm-hmm. um, and I had seen all of these channels come up from nothing, thinking like this is something I really want to do, and I see the potential in doing this.
0: I see what other people are doing, I want to do it too. That's an I statement. Uh, and he's very direct uh, and he's initiating and he's control. His, uh, his interaction style is direct, initiating, and control. Very outcome focused, uh, he's initiated two points in the last uh, paragraph that he said that was outside of what the question he was asked and he's being very direct, he's not really informing. Uh, it's short and to the point uh, and having that commanding presence. Yeah.
10: And after three, four years of telling myself that like no one would watch me, I posted a random video about how I got started selling real estate. Uh, I filmed that at an open house that was slow that day, and I posted it on YouTube, not thinking anything up.
0: I'm actually going to verify control versus movement, though, so maybe if I could find another video with him. So we're going to verify that, so don't worry.
10: Of it, but I had such a good time doing that. that if it...
0: Because I'll definitely verify against TJ for sure. We can do that.
10: Figured, well let me just make another one and after that you know i started getting a few subscribers maybe got like two or three subscribers at the time and i kept posting videos
0: okay talking about subscribers definitely a tefi statement so he is definitely sfp ntj quadra for sure sfp ntj quadra we've identified as quadra
10: so they started getting you know finally starting to get some sort of views Uh, And I remember when my videos would hit like a hundred views a video, and to me that was like the biggest deal in the world, that like a hundred people on the planet saw my video. Mm. Uh, And I kept posting, and then randomly, about three months into it, I had one of my videos just take off, and YouTube started recommending that video on the homepage of uh, of YouTube for people that were searching for real estate. And that video went from like, I think it was at maybe a thousand views at the time, maybe two thousand views, all the way to like
0: three hundred thousand. Talking about views, anytime you're talking about views or statistics like that, it's all extroverted thinking. And he's also talking about that video as if that video is a totem of memory attached to it as well, which is a TE plus FI thing, it's also S-I-N-E, uh, all, more than enough evidence that he's definitely SFP, T J Quadra, I'm not gonna do cognitive access analysis at this point. Let's focus now on temperament and also on, uh, on interaction styles. Temperament wise, uh, he, he said he started uh, when things started to go down for the economy with, during the recession. So that's a very pragmatic point of view, very independent point of view. It's not what people would do would say is the right thing, the affiliative focus, especially when you're looking at money and investors, especially from like STJ, NFP Quadra, which are typically uh, the safest financial minds They're the ones that think that the stock market is the end all be all in a lot of cases and with how they handle their investments. They're very traditional in that regard, but he's not. And they're traditional because they're playing it safe. And it's like the doing the right thing from a financial point of view, which he's not doing basically. So he's pragmatic as a result. So let's keep going. So uh, pragmatic, uh, SFP, NTJ Quadra, well, they're all pragmatic anyway. So that doesn't really mean much in terms of seeing where he is on the uh, type grid.
10: 1000 views in about a week and that took me from i don't know 500 subscribers to 32,000 uh, within about a month and a half and then I posted another video on uh, how I make rental income like passive income and that yeah. took me from 32 to 50,000 subscribers and that was enough to really get my initial wave on YouTube and then at that point I was like holy crap like now I'm actually making money by doing this with the ad revenue and now I see the potential and um, and so I just continue doing that, and, and now that income has just skyrocketed. I mean, now it's it's almost a you know, hundred times to what I was making back then. It's just insane.
9: And your first video, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was, you were talking about how you became a
0: millionaire at... I'm gonna look at another Graham Steven interview right now, just for verification purposes. I want to see him interacting with somebody else, so let's see someone else. Let's try, yeah, let's see this one. Hello?
10: <laughs> come on in, <laughs> come on in. How, how's it going? Welcome. Welcome to my humble abode.
2: Why do you have a picture of me in your house? picture of
10: my girlfriend here.
2: Why is there a picture of me in this your is, house?
10: <laughs> this is back when she was skinny. <laughs>
8: I think I'm going to ask you questions because this is my show. Okay, ask me Okay, this so um, this is 73 questions with walk.
7: Okay. So, can you give us a tour of your kitchen? <laughs> yeah,
10: I'll let me show you my kitchen.
0: Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely control oriented. Just look how he walks around. Uh, still direct, so he's, he's obviously direct, so he's not an informative, so he's not an SFP, so he's an NTJ. So, we know for a fact this guy is definitely uh, NTJ. So for sure, um, uh, based on the quadra, so let's just go in again so we can get some more.
2: It's pretty legit looking. Where do you normally read?
0: It's right
10: there, right here on my, uh, on my couch. Wow, how many inches is that? It's <laughs> a she said.
0: It's, it's always fun. <laughs> Wow, that was- that may actually be an argument for ESF subconscious. of conscious. Are we looking at an INTJ right now? Hmm. Let's watch some more. This is cool. That's a
10: very common question I get asked all the time.
8: <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's can uh, you yeah. show us what's the view behind the window? I don't know, it's... It's pretty dark
10: a outside. Of, a lot of darkness out there. <laughs>
2: what is outside? What is a house out there?
10: I don't know. Coming in, you can come in this way, or you can come in that way. So it's very uh, very high, end. I think at one point this
0: used to be. You can come in this way, you can come in that way. Talking about the options and choices, but it's a systematic uh, methodology. So we already know he's basically an NT anyway. Uh, So pragmatic, systematic automatically means NT, so we just need to look to verify uh, his interaction style. Is he direct responding movement or is he direct initiating control? Because he seems like he might be cognitive transitioning into ESFP mode for initiating. So I could actually be wrong there. So let's let's take a big focus on his interaction style for sure. Um, bad uh, bad jokes, yeah. I'm I I could argue both right now, but let's watch a little bit more. Kind of seems like a little bit. I I I don't know. I could do ISFP from like an artistic standpoint, but let's see. This must have been two
10: bedrooms at one point that they,
0: they expanded
10: in, into.
6: What is they, behind they, that door?
10: Uh, I think it's a closet. Yeah, it's a closet. Wow! They got some like insect repellents down here and stuff like that.
2: (laughs) Do you like cockroaches?
0: Look at that shot right there. Look at the art that's in his house. Right? That's that's way better. That's um, that's more indicative of like an ISFP subconscious. Uh, Wow!
4: Wow! This is a fancy flower.
0: Yeah, I planted that myself.
10: And then we got uh, yeah, I don't know what this is. Some colors back here.
6: Is
4: there a light in here?
10: Subscribe! Smash that like button. Subscribe to Victoria. I feel like- yeah. You should check out my YouTube channel. Hey,
4: um, so Graham, why did you decide to pick real estate?
10: Just locked myself into it, really. Really? Yeah.
4: And Just you like fell it?
0: into it? I loved it.
4: How yeah. did you find out about it?
0: Uh, how did I find out about it? You know, I super yeah, super like behind the scenes mode there. Very control, uh, for sure. So yeah, he's an ENTJ, Just based on that reaction. I, I, I maintain direct initiative control. It's got that behind the scenes cognitive transition there. So yeah, uh, Graham Steven is an ENTJ, which I guess makes sense, because statistically they are the most, uh, they are the most uh, economically successful of all of the types, uh, typically. But again, that's just stereotypical. We don't exactly have concrete numbers on that because uh, our system for determining that is not out yet, but we will get it out there, so we to be looking at some additional. Uh, we're looking at the next super chat in the list here. So, okay, he is a bit controlling, isn't he? Okay, so we have Jacob Collier now. I'll do Jacob Collier, and uh, I'm actually going to go ahead and close the super chats since we may as well. So let's see here, um, and then. We go let's just close it because we're coming to the end of our show anyway and I don't want to get stuck here so and uh, let's move on to the next one which I believe is mr. Collier um, Jacob Collier Jacob Collier we haven't done Jacob Collier yet so let's do Jacob Collier don't forget folks, you can go to csjoseph.life to see what we've actually interv- uh, like who we've typed in the past, etc. so Jacob Collier uh, interview part 1. Okay? Sure, fair enough. Let's do that.
5: Oh, we rolling? Oh, hit hit me, me, hit so. so,
8: number 1, can you tell us more about the super ultra hyper mega metallian scale and how
10: you would use it to, in in your improvisation?
5: Um well, let me tell you right now, um, <laughs> the, the way that the, the, way that the, the circle of fifths um, kind of, yeah, I guess the circle of fifths makes music very vivid to me in terms of understanding the bright and the dark side. So the, the bright side being, you start on C and go C, G, D, A, E, you know, that's like, the, that's brightening, and then C, F, B.
0: Like, that guy is like movement AF, you know what I'm saying, guys? Like, that's like, holy smokes. Ooh! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And like, that's also insanely abstract. Like, wow, I'd like I love the abstraction here for sure. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so Jacob Collier. Jacob Collier. Yeah, movement and abstract. We got that right off the bat. Kind of seems he might be factual. Seems like he's doing T-I-F-E because he's just explaining. He's not really going through like self-importance at all. So let's, uh, but let's verify that.
5: E flat, E flat, A flat, that's darkening. And you can approach a key center from either side. Like a plagal cadence is very reassuring. It's like hugging the key. And then a perfect cadence is like arriving in the key. Um, And so there are different ways of feeling about the brightness and the darkness of things. But yeah, the super ultra hyper mega meta Lydian, um, I don't know if I call it a scale, but it's like a sound. The idea of Lydian not stopping it at the root, when you rise, like do, you know? Yeah. This thing, for me, it's just ha- like that's how Lydian sounds. That's like that's Lydian at its most comfortable. I'm not sure George Russell would agree with me, by the way. But oh. um, I think that yeah that as a sound, that's like so, that's optimum brightness. And then if
6: so he cited
0: a source, which typically I would say is a TE thing, but he's been spoke- speaking in facts the entire time. He's not really talking about numbers, actually. And he definitely seems systematic uh, because he's explaining the best way of doing something. So he's definitely uh, systematic and abstract uh, for sure. Um, def- uh, he did make one TE statement, but he made a series of TI statements, and uh, he's not talking about what other people are doing. he's talking about what he himself is doing. but let's jump around to like the other low forward in a different uh, interview. Let's do part three.
5: People, someone would have an agenda, and then they'd say something different. And just having always been fairly like emotionally uh, curious, I I was intrigued by that. When I was 12 years old, I was uh, I, I played um, a role in an opera by Benjamin Britten called *The Turn of the Screw*, which I don't know if you know it, but it's just like amazing. It's really important music to me because I was, you know, I was so young when I when I internalized it and, and memorized it. But my character, which is the character of the son. Or the boy in the in the novel who's called Miles. Um, Miles is essentially it's 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 a it's a, a, a ghost story. So Miles is possessed by the ghost of the dead gardener, um, and then dies at the end. I was in three separate productions of this opera because it's one of those operas that you do as a boy, treble, like when yeah. you have a high voice as a boy. And so I did three. And the second production uh, was directed by this guy called Tim Carroll, who was an extraordinarily strong figure for me growing up because of this thing he did when we were rehearsing. So. A number of unusual things about this production. One is that the whole stage was made out of ice and black felt only. There, was no, there were no other props other than the people. More importantly, I guess, he made every member of the cast.
0: That was an SE statement. Talk about, He's talking about this other person, he's talking about how it was made. That was uh, plenty of SE and I, so there's a good chance like he might actually... some people are saying, uh, uh INFJ, we're gonna, we're gonna verify against INFJ, for sure.
5: Sit on chairs and we went through the score. And we didn't get up off our chairs to start organizing where to be on stage and how to communicate the ideas until i think it was the day or two days before the dress rehearsal of the production this was ve- this is very uncommon i mean normally a couple weeks in people are moving around and memorizing where to be and in how to deliver the lines and st-
0: this is very uncommon uh, people are moving around they're memorizing the lines it's more se uh, lots of se that's also t-i-f-e uh, very movement uh, and i gotta say uh, while he's informing, he seems like he's like being direct at the same time. So he might be cognitive transition into like ENFP or cognitive focused into ENFP, uh, but we'll see uh, if he is actually, um, but he kind of does seem pretty direct, uh, even though he's so much volume of words is coming up, but direct responding movement can do that, right? So there's a chance uh, he is uh, speaking about systematic, but let's see Uh, now, Granted there he doesn't uh, he's triple interest the thing about INFJs are triple interest, so the very motivates is what they're getting out of it. So I'm gonna have to really spend some time verifying here.
5: Instead what he made us do is he asked us to go through the whole opera and for each line that we sang, he asked us to extract a verb. So the verb that was kind of base one, what would what would what's implied here? What's the implication? What would be, what would be the expected um, intention of that. So, for example, there's there's one line that I sing.
0: What would be the expected intention of that? That's a very affiliative statement. Hey, beautiful. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I'm almost finished. We're uh, we're on like the second to last guy. So. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> that was real again. All right. So um, so we have. Um, what did I leave out there? That was actually an affiliative statement. So I'm gonna put one down for affiliative. So um, let's see. So they might be interest-based. We're gonna we're going to confirm against that for sure. Definitely more S-E-N-I and very T-I-F-E for sure. He's a STP-N-F-J-Quadra, just off of cognitive analysis, kind of access analysis alone.
5: So, and uh, okay, let's get back to it. Uh, towards the end where my governess, who's the sort of the, the good or pure innocent character who's trying to work out what's going on with me, who's all crinkled up with darkness and stuff. Um, she comes in to, to see me in my bedroom, and I'm holding a candle, and the candle goes out, and she says, oh, the candle's out, and then I sing, T'was I who blew it, who blew it, dear.
4: Oh, I
1: you
5: this boy, I, I didn't blow the candle, the candle went out of its own accord, because Peter Quint, the dead gardener, blew it. So he made us sit down and consider this line and I remember writing, you know, terrify or something. Terrify, the verb we to terrify. And once we'd gone through the opera he, he essentially asked us to, to invert all of the intentions. So we inverted the verbs and wrote down the opposite verb. Now, having gotten so into like negative harmony or something, it's it's interesting how similar this idea of polarity with intention can be. Um, but I wrote down the verb to charm for that because can you terrify you know you can terrify someone with that line that's kind of what you'd normally do that's what i've done in, in the first production was, was like, you know in the audience would be you know but I char-
0: oh and then uh, he said like he made a statement like hey this is what i did here and then the audience reacted that way you know that's that is it might be bad There we go. Cool. It resumed. Sorry about that, guys. Had uh, some drop frames. My internet is terrible. <laughs> so, let, uh, let's keep going. Thank you all for being patient.
5: I genuinely, completely and utterly charmed the governess. I said, t'was I who blew it. It was me. I it was me. I did it. And what that presented was not the opposite intention. Yes, that is abstract.
0: What that presented is not the opposite intention.
5: But this like, dreadful undertone of the original intention. This undercurrent was felt by the audience. It's like, what's going on here? It's like adding a dimension to the emotional delivery of that line because all of Britain's harmony there is so- Ooh, I could
0: argue SI and pretty hard at that. Talking about the experience, and talking about like, the hidden intention, etc. Very interesting approach. Very, very interesting approach. I can kind of see how people are like, this guy might be like an INTP, just not really seeing it.
5: It's like Britain is amazing at being very, very pure and very dark simultaneously. So it was both of those things. It was very pure and very dark. And there's this charming boy singing this dreadful line. And my brain just exploded at at this discovery because it was it was as though someone had added a dimension to my brain all this stuff can happen underneath the surface of something and it matters like it's not invisible it actually makes a difference to the nature of the thing like with negative harmony I guess it's not that every line was inverted it's that the lines that were inverted had such a presence about them that they they came across with all this like emotional resonance you know and, and I'd say these lines and they'd be flip and then she'd she, you know she'd she'd replied to that being being reassured like she was reassured by the thing I said that was charming and that's so that has so many more emotional dimensions for the audience to enjoy and what the audience can then do
0: for the audience to enjoy that's what the audience is getting out of it so that's for sure a um, let's see here so you guys can see the whiteboard and uh, Okay. that was actually an interest statement. About time, about time. Got an interest based there. Let's
5: see. Go on. Do was climb up and down this ladder of what what do they what do they mean here and what's implied and what's actually there and already in that story, which is a, a, a Henry James novel called *The Turn of the Screw*. There's all this climax in a solo. Am I going to play? You know, I'm, I'm going to get to that bit where I play a really high note and it's really and it's really loud, like. The better, the better, the better repertoire as a human being I think. Um, One very concrete example would be in soccer um, or we say football. um, If you take a penalty, if you look left and shoot left right base level one like no bluffs. If you look...
0: Yeah it's very direct and very movement so uh, they're they're editing out each of the questions they're asking them but yeah I'm gonna call it uh, Jacob Collier is definitely an INFJ. A very brilliant one at that matter. Um, that's uh, how powerful TI child can get for sure. So cool, INFJ. I'm impressed to have my mind changed midway through, but all it took was changing up the, uh, the uh, video there, to bring it to more of an introverted setting instead of having multiple people surrounding him where he's demonstrating. He changed his behavior with one. So we'll move on to the uh, next uh, super chat. So my whiteboard gone. Shouldn't be okay. Let's see here. Let's see. Let's go to my whiteboard here. Yeah, it's like the uh, whiteboard got messed up. So at the very top, um, okay, let's do add. stream on the fly as I try to do this here for you guys. There you go. Awesome. Got it fixed. Cool. Yes, I can actually fix things on the fly now. That's different. <laughs> All right, cool. So get to that, get to that. And what is the next one? Let's see here. Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald on God. Okay. Norm McDonald on God. We'll do Norm Macdonald. Norm MacDonald uh, on God okay on identity politics and God. okay I,
11: I, I find like uh, some believe, some things are too in, uh, I have some beliefs that are too inflammatory to even discuss unfortunately. because of the way they'll be taken. because there are certain things in society that you're not allowed to believe uh, or speak publicly. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just never say them. I'll just leave them in my little head. But mostly um, I, I, I find all these things ridiculous. And I hate that I hate that we forced people into, uh, first of all, I hate that we forced people into identifying themselves by little tiny, uh, because we oppress people, we further oppress them by forcing them to, to identify themselves as what I consider less than human. So if someone says, I am proud to be black, I go, that's too bad for that guy because it's a retarded thing to be proud of. We see it with white power. If someone says, I'm proud to be white, we see how ridiculous that sounds. But we don't see when a person says because they've been oppressed, I'm proud to be black. But it is ridiculous. We push them into a corner where now they're going to Spend their whole life uh, identifying themselves by the pigment of their skin, which is a sad waste of life. Or if you say, "I'm I'm proud to be gay," that's what I am, and that's how I live my life. Well, boy. So he's talking about
0: like identity politics, etc., cetera, uh, and uh, basically TIFE saying that these people shouldn't be valuing this, uh, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, he's being very pragmatic uh, in his approach, not very affiliative whatsoever. It's all about being pragmatic there, and he's also talking about the best way of doing things, not so much what people are getting out of it, what he's getting out. So that's a very a systematic approach as well. So um, uh, Shadow Quick said he could be an ESTP. There's a good chance that ESTP. I'm also INTP is also on the table for this guy. Uh, so uh, for sure, um, let's. Uh, Let's do that as well. No, I'm not really seeing the affiliative, but uh, we'll verify. I have another uh, from his time at Saturday
3: Night Live to his years of stand-up and sitcom appearances. Norm Macdonald. Actually, you haven't
11: been on yet. On what? On Half Post Live. Yet. Yeah, I've never been on. Well, well I, I, I don't live in New York City. And, I know. Uh, it's no excuse. Just fly in for it. That's true. No, uh, I love Half Post Live. I see it all the time. Good. Or just in clips. When I found out it was a half hour, I was kind of shocked. because <laughs> You I thought I was just going
3: to do 90 seconds with you and just nail exactly what I need to know.
11: Yeah, that's what, that's what I thought your skill was. <laughs> uh, what's it
3: like to be a judge of other comics rather than performing yourself?
11: Well, I'm very judgmental. So, you know, it, it, it suits my skill sets uh, perfectly.
0: Very direct. Very direct. Choosing his role in the conversation. Very control. Um so we'll see how that
11: goes. You know that saying, uh, judge uh, not lest you be judged? Uh uh-huh. I think it may have been Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm not sure. I think
3: that's correct. Of and, Nazareth, not the other one.
11: Yeah, not Jesus H Christ. No. Um but uh, I disagree. I think, you know, you judge. Judge away. Yeah, judge all you can. And I also wanna be a judge because uh
0: I disagree. Judge all you can. That's a very pragmatic point of view, for sure, and uh, very, very pragmatic. I could almost argue very concrete, but uh, not quite very direct as well, uh, so let's uh, let's keep going.
11: I mean, I wanted to be a proper judge, you know, where I have a man's life in my hands. But in, in this thing, you just get to uh, you get to say, uh, you're, not, you're not funny. Who told you you were funny? Seriously, some of these... You're not funny. Who told you? You
0: are funny. Okay, that's S-E-N-I. That's also T-I-F-E, uh, the value statement of funny, but it's like, hey, who told you that? Who did this? Why do you? Why, why are you that way? Et cetera. It's very S-E, very control, very outcome-focused, direct initiating control, T-I-F-E, S-E-N-I, as near as we can tell. Uh, definitely pragmatic, uh, for sure. Still keeps the pragmatism in there. What we have in for systematic, that one little systematic could be like something from a cognitive transition. Uh, But it looks like he is STP, NFJ Quadra. This would mark him down as an ESTP. But for the heck of it, let's just actually verify against uh, ENTJ just in case. So let's just keep going.
11: People, I swear to God. Because people
0: think like ESTPs are Trump, right? When Trump is an ENTJ.
11: I can't imagine him even being the funniest person in a room, let alone a professional comedian. Uh, And I was thinking like, who, told, did, who was it that told you you were funny because that person you know, owes you a lot of uh, money because you're following a dream that's impossible to, to catch?
3: Maybe after judging the, whether the comics are good, yeah. you could then. Have,
11: interested in the law? Was that ever a thing? No, I was just interested in being a judge. <laughs> you know, you sat- have to
3: learn the law to be a judge.
11: Well, no, I, I always... You know, judges don't just act on whims, They
3: have, unless they're on the Supreme Court. But I always then,
11: thought I just say to a guy, like, okay, it's come time for your penalty phase. You get uh, life or death. <laughs> I always thought those were funny... Um, uh, those
0: life or death, talking about that choice, that's actually a very interest point of view. He's also very concrete. So he's definitely an SP type. We know that he's STP, NFJ Quadra. Ergo, Norm Macdonald is an ESTP. So well done to those in the audience. He's like ESTP. And Trump is an ENTJ. Thank you, that SE child is very, very blatant uh, in trying to explain things to things. Whereas Norm Macdonald is an ESTP. Go compare the two of them and find out for yourself. I recommend that. Uh, First episode of season 20 here on this YouTube channel, just go to the playlist season 20, you will see that he is, in fact, an ENTJ. So, Norm is a TI user. Uh, So, um, well, I mean, some uh, ENTJs are greedy, some of them are not. Watch the Virtue and Vice uh, lecture for ENTJs to know the difference. So, awesome. Uh, great folks Uh, thanks for coming Um, that's it for uh, everyone tonight sorry about the uh, dropped frames with the stream I'm glad that was able to hold on Um, see if I can actually maybe uh, adjust my internet a little bit Uh, but thank you all for coming Um, and uh, please look out for how to social engineer INTPs it is the next lecture to drop and uh, also I do have a calendar and a schedule posted on the website. I'm going to be adhering to it as best as I can in the future. And uh, since we have this new setup, I'll be able to, I'm be, gonna be using the electronic whiteboard from now on. And then as a result of that, uh, we're going to be, I basically be able to print lectures and all my outlines super quick and lectures are gonna be coming out a lot faster, especially since I won't have to uh, render now, uh, given that uh, recording will be done through XSplit, which is amazing. So. Anyway, folks, thank you all for coming, and uh, I'm glad to be back, and I expect to be back uh, moving forward. So with that being said, folks, you all have a good night, and I'll see you guys uh, on Thursday for the next stream. Unless, of course, do Who Triggered CSJ tomorrow? Then you'll see me tomorrow. So see you all then, folks. Uh, Thanks for everything, and thanks for helping keep the lights on. Later.